It's the KSL Movie Show. The end is inevitable. They're kind of headed for extinction. Maybe so, sir, but not today. With Doug Wright and Steve Sales. The week's big movie review. Movie news, games, and prizes. Here's Doug Wright. Yes, I, I am pretty despicable. You don't want to cross me. On KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the last time Steve Sales and myself and Jeff the Whipple mm. were gathered at this location, we were all beehives. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, once we were beehives, and this is where... Can we go back to being beehives? <laughs> no, there's no going back. Trust me on that. We are at the Megaplex Theaters here at Thanksgiving Point, and Jeff V. Whipple is here with us. Jeff, it is so good to be back here. You know, it's been a while since we have been in this theater, and it's amazing. In this location, yeah. We've, we've yeah. done some fun things, including just renovated an auditorium. Introducing our Platinum X experience, which is oh. premium large format, yeah. laser projection, Dolby Atmos sound, biggest screen. Oh, it's lovely. You know, isn't that amazing? These guys do it right. I mean, you know, some theaters have really, for their different, really cool sign on that. This is like a, a brand new entryway. I mean, it's like a facade that you go into. You know, great colors, black, and what is it, kind of a purplish? And, Neon. And then you walk in, and there it's like a little tiny lobby inside there. Yeah. Again, with the lights and the very, very cool. I'm, yeah, I still have not experienced the Platinum X experience. We, we are firing up Little Mermaid here in a few minutes for the first crowds this morning. and they So are we're going to lose Steve is what well, you're saying. Well, yeah, if, if, if there's yeah. a pause, you'll know where we've escaped to. <laughs> yeah, he'll be he'll be slithering down the hall and you know going into the platinum so X. i'm an eel is that what's happening here Ooh, the big flops beady eyed i will take my snorkel and go somewhere else. yeah <laughs> your snorkel you know steve needs a snorkel you are going to get a snorkel here in about two seconds really yeah wow where would you like it <laughs> oh one of those huh well you know what we probably ought to do just for the heck of it mm. try to stay on format yeah, and right. we ought to do, since it's sponsored by our friends at Call Climate Services, we ought to do, ladies and gentlemen, the movie show preview. The following preview has been rated G and is appropriate for all audiences. The movie show special feature. Okay. The Little Mermaid. That obviously is the big movie of the week. And we shall review that. I think our friend uh, Andy is going to join us on that. So we, we have the full cadre of movie show, you know, opinions. And by the way, speaking, th- this is something we've got to mention. Jeff, you know, we have Jeff the Whipple. Yeah. But many, many years His distant ago. cousin. In a galaxy far, far away, the first Jeff the Wacko, you know, was here. You can't be proud of that name, are that you? That is... And Jeff the Wacko over here has the infamous movie show T-shirt, the very first movie show T-shirt, that, you know, KSL did not have the budget for us to have a T-shirt. Did we get the rights to the moose and squirrel? So, it looks no, like that could be no, a problem. No, no, no. Ken has used that moose forever and ever and ever. Oh. So Steve always looks at the downside, the dark side. Of no, I just want Can to protect ourselves. Can sued here? No. I just want to cover ourselves legally. <laughs> That's like 80 years old, Steve. Yeah. The statute of limitations is up. 
Seven years, they can't take you to jail anymore. You should know that with that ankle bracelet. You've and got there on. we go. So anyway, well, it only took you seven, three minutes. <laughs> I know. That's so we record. have the infamous T-shirt that Ken Macy of the that Macy's is, is Food really Stores. Cool. I like it that. is very cool. And then Jeff the Wacko is proudly sportering, sporter, sportering, sporting the movie show T uh, the TV hat. TV. This guy is a true believer, Steve. Yeah, we know that. He's been one of our great friends and a listener forever and ever and ever. So, you know, we had to include him in the preview. Sure. All right. So, Little Mermaid, we're going to talk about about my father. You hurt my feelings. You know, the other day, Dee and I were talking about the movies that we were going to be in. I said, I've seen that. What was it about? <laughs> you know, it was one of those really memorable movies. Well, it's a it's definitely a, a character-driven. It's a cute little movie. Yeah, I think kind of. Yeah, the story you know. was kind of. Uh, Kandahar. Uh, we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. The uh, Starling Girls, the Eight Mountains, the Machine. We'll talk about that. Streaming, all kinds of stuff out there. And of course, movie news is coming up. And we've got, you know, we, we've just kind of reserved the whole show today for our great friends here at the Megaplex Theater. Oh, perfect. By the way, since uh, you know. The big kahuna of the Megaplex theaters has now been elevated to a higher strata. Is there something above kahuna? Is he he going to step down and commune with the little people today? I I believe he's going to be joining us at some point along the way. Chopper landing on the roof. That's right. Chopper landing on the roof. He'll have a police escort, you know, and then, then the police escort can take Steve back to Sandy. He's he's probably listening now in route, and that's Doug talking, boss. <laughs> really, it's okay. All right. So Jeff anyway. wants to continue to go up. I know. We, we're going to be talking about all kinds of fun things, uh, and we're going to be trying to wheedle out all the information. And, of course, you know, this would be a good day to announce the Eureka Microplex. I, I In fact, I think he was stopping by the architect on his way to pick up the blueprints. <laughs> that's the guy in the little kiosk off the side of the freeway who also sells beef jerky. The Etch-A-Sketches. The Etch-A-Sketches. And bags of oranges. Exactly. Now, you know, of course, Eureka will settle for nothing less than the Platinum X. Well, clearly now. Now that that you've seen it. Exactly. Streaming news is coming up. We've got the movie show Top Ten. I think this is such a special show today because, you know, we're back with our friends at the Megaplex here at Thanksgiving Point. I think think Deanne herself is going to be joining us. Wow. Wow. Now that she has recuperated to the point where she can actually get around a little bit, this is when when I said we're going to be at the Megaplex Theater. She goes, "I'd like to come to that." So nice. This is going to be her debut after the accident that we, shall not we, be mentioned. We're thrilled she's doing well. Yeah, uh, thank you, thank you. She is too. Telephone torture. Okay, since it last week, I blatantly now. Of course, I'd never do this right promote the ride to light up eureka last week so everything was a motorcycle movie and then we had the idiot proof one at the very very end which you thank know. goodness they got yeah because you know some of them were a little tricky you know i mean there was marlon brando and the wild oh, you made it tough so all the stuff call everybody a well it's, it's it, but we always have the idiot but well the bailoutable answer at the very very end because i mean you guys insist we have at least one wiener right that's that's preferred, yeah. That's preferred, right. So today, since it's Memorial Day weekend, yep, most of them it will is. have a... Yeah, I know Steve's going, ah, haven't bought my mums yet. Okay, so anyway, have you noticed the price of the mums lately? Remember they used to be five for ten bucks, and then they were four for ten bucks, then they were three for ten bucks, and now they're seven ninety nine a piece? 
I think we may have to check NPS. Wow, mum's the word. Mum, mum is the word. But I'm bum. So anyway, <laughs> thank you. We'll be here until noon if we don't get thrown out ahead of time. Okay, so today we're going to have a Memorial Day theme and mostly military type oh, movies. Nice. So, and some of them are tough. Some of them are not. And yes, we do have the idiot-proof question. <laughs> and people, no pressure. And people like that title. You know, I like oh, do the, I like the woman. She goes, so this this is for me, the idiot-proof, you know, Yeah, question. she was sweating bullets. I could hear her. <laughs> Can you imagine if you miss out on the idiot-proof question? When the title is actually in the, in the sound. <laughs> I know that one. It was Wild Hogs. And you had Peter Fonda We should Fonda call ourselves going, Wild so, Hogs. So what are you, Wild Hogs? Okay, Wild Hogs. You know, rides or whatever it was. Yeah, so that worked. obvious. Okay, so, but this one is equally as easy doesn't have the name of the movie in it. But if, if somebody doesn't get this one, they just should be drummed out of the movie-going universe. Wow. You know, wow. I mean, it's, it's that dramatic. Jeff, we got to talk about all the great things you guys have going for the Memorial Day weekend. This, this is the time people go to movies. It is an amazing weekend, and there is so much content. We've had, we've had terrific, terrific films over the last several weeks, so those films are still playing. We still have Guardians of the Galaxy. We still have Mario Brothers. We still have so many great titles playing at all of our our screens. But then adding Little Mermaid plus what's coming on Horizon is just phenomenal. So we're we're thrilled about that. In a couple of weeks, oh, my goodness, Indiana Jones. I have such high hopes for that. I loved the first one. Second one was okay. Third, I loved. Fourth, okay. So, but I'm I'm ready for number five. We're, we're looking forward to that one. Plus, we've got our kids' summer movies starting this this next week with school getting out. So there's there's plenty of things happening here at Megaplex. We got to tell everybody what I found the other day, and I I was thinking, you know, I I, my, I went through some of my mother's things, and she had collected a lot of things that I had, and it reminded me when you guys do such great things for kids during the summertime. I have the Congratulations, fill in the blank. You are invited to attend the Highland Strip Merchant Special Schools Out Kitty Show Friday, June 18th, a million years ago, at the Villa Theater. And I, I can remember you'd go to the different merchants, the Highland Drive merchants, from about 33rd South to about 27th South. And you could pick these up, and you could go see, in this case, Abbott and Costello meet the Keystone Cops with the promise of lots of cartoons and prizes. Very that cool. Doesn't get better than that. It, well, no, it does. <laughs> <laughs> it's what you guys do now. This is an incredible thing that you guys do for the kids for the entire summer. It is, it is amazing. So let, let's just quickly mention that, what you're going to be doing. So we've got, we've got 10 classic children's and family-friendly films uh, over 10 weeks that start as soon as school gets out, our, each of our general managers at our locations kind of watch the, the school calendar to see when is the best time to start. But it's a 10-week series, 10 weeks, 10 movies, $10. And we start at 10 a.m. on, on the selected days. And then at 10.30, we will, we will be starting uh, sensory-friendly screenings right. for those with uh, family members maybe on the autism spectrum or those that just have sure. a little bit of trouble. And then this year, we're also, where possible, uh, introducing open caption screenings as well as Spanish language screenings wow. for those for those uh, children's films, and then uh, we have opened it up 
for those that are still struggling, we have invited those on WIC or SNAP receiving those kind of benefits to come in, present your, your information. We're, we're thrilled and we're, it's a more of an honor system, but just come in, right. check in with our team, and we will actually get you up to six passes for your, you and your family. So, oh. Isn't that cool? Folks, that cool. you know, I mean... You guys obviously have just gone, okay, let's do something for the kids. Then, well, let's do something for the kids that might have some issues. Hey, let's do something for those who maybe have some language barriers. Hey, let's do something for those who maybe, you know, even at this terrific low price, it would be difficult. I mean, what what more can you do? Well, I mean, we talk about, you know, what prices are, what's happening to families in their budgets right. with, with prices doing what they are. Yeah. And, and we understand how complicated that can be. And so one of our general managers, in fact, Karina, here at our Thanksgiving Point location was, was critical to that that process. And we, we did the research into it, reached out to the folks that organized WIC and SNAP and said, would it be appropriate? We, we want to be sensitive. Sure, um, sure. But making that available is just one more thing um, for families to get a chance to experience a movie in right. a theater, especially during summer. Um, everyone needs a break. You know, isn't that interesting? Because that really ties in back to the to the genesis of this entire thing. Because back when Larry and Gail Miller, you know, were newly married, and that you know, neither of them came from an affluent background. As a matter of fact, things were pretty skim. And uh, you know, going to a movie was a big, big luxury. I can remember Larry telling us about that that, yeah. that he and Gail loved to go to the movies. And look, look where it is now. You know? it, it is incredible to work for an organization that, that takes that level of enthusiasm for the community to give back, yep. to, to help serve. We're continuing with our Discount Tuesday pricing as well. Yeah, I, I love that. There's no way you're getting rid of that. Well, and that's, I, yeah, <laughs> I just need a head start. The <laughs> they, they will storm the castle. But yeah. Yeah. Have you ever noticed when the, the movie studios do a screening? Oh, yeah. They don't, they don't even think about that. Well, let's screen it on a Tuesday night, and you go, where am I going to park? Because yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody's the holiday in down the street. It is terrific. We're going to talk more about the great things happening here at the Megaplex Theaters as we broadcast from the Thanksgiving Point location. Let's take a break, and when we come back, The Little Mermaid. And now, the big movie review. Doug and Steve tell you everything your family needs to know about the biggest release of the week. Doug and Steve and Andy. That sounds a little bit like the, the old three Highland amigos. Drive thing. Remember that? Dan, Phil, and Andy, the carpet guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. And now it's the three amigos. Well, that's what we got here. We got the three amigos. Okay, let's get a soundbite from Little Mermaid. You broke the rules. You went to the above world. A man was drowning. I had to save him. This obsession with humans has to stop. I just want to know more about them. Poor child. I can help you. You can't live in that world unless you become a human yourself. I don't know. That's full of tough choices. Ooh, can I just tell you, Javier is a great, great sea god. As sea gods go, he's as sea gods one of the I know, I know multiple sea gods, and he's as good as it gets. Stephen, what did you think of Little Mermaid? Well, I what did it catch you off guard? I, you are the critic. Did. You are the critic. Well, I guess the first thing I would notice is the tone of it. It felt a little darker, a little right. bit more intense, scarier. Live action. I think the PG is a little merciful. Can I just tell you one quick story? When we were going to take Conrad along, you know, yeah. my, my almost four years old. And his mother wisely said, ooh, I would love him to go to a movie, but do you think? 
you know, because she was even thinking back to the to the you know animated movie and just how scary some parts were. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Well, when you take now the eels are live action, right. the shark, shark is live action, and Ursula is like, yeah. There's a lot of intense moments here. Now, I'm not trying to just prepare yourself. If you know your kid is going to have an issue, don't go now. Wait maybe till it's on. I don't know. Uh, here I am at Megaplex, and Jeff's <laughs> yeah, like, shut up. Jeff's over there going, shut up, Steve. But I'll tell you what, uh, Halle Bailey, her performance yeah. was staggering. She was so good. Yep. When she sang, uh, you know, uh, what's the song? A the whole new Part world. of your world. Part of your world. Yeah. That was mesmerizing. Yep. I would go just for that reason. Yep. Um, and then Dad, I mean, really, don't well, under- I, I thought Dad was kind of one note, oh, to be I honest. I liked him. I liked him a He's lot. He's cool. I mean, there's yeah. no question he has that. And then Melissa McCarthy. She was oh, great. Wow. I thought the kid, though, the uh, the Eric was yeah. a little soft. And I thought some of the songs, like, you know, the Lin-Manuel Miranda stuff, the little hip-hop, yeah. that scuttlebutt song. Right. Although I liked Aquafina and I loved David Diggs yeah. and their perspective, you know, Sebastian and uh, Scuttle. I, I just thought that song just Isn't felt it out funny of place. how with the animation, like, you know, Kiss the Girl I thought was wonderful here. It, yeah. it worked animated. But Under the Sea, there was something extra magical in the previous movie about that. I like this. It was great. But I, I like the animated version of, uh, you know, Under the Sea. I thought that the uh, music, I, I didn't, I wasn't as down on the music as some people have been. I actually kind of liked that Lin-Manuel Miranda rap song. Um, it took me a sec to get used to how Sebastian looked. <laughs> like yeah. going from crab to live action was a little bit odd at first, but uh, uh, I'm with you. Like, It's one thing to see a cartoon shark. It's another thing to see legit Jaws chasing somebody on a yeah. big giant screen. And yeah. eels. Eels are scarier than sharks. <laughs> right. They really are. They're, They're nasty, nasty critters. I thought that the updates, the, the most common question I've been asked is, why is the Little Mermaid black? How do they explain that? Well, they don't really explain it. They and just who say, cares? Try, right, right, right. But that's who the cares? question I've been asked a bunch. Well, yeah. here's and the they thing explain for me. it in the story without explaining it. He's got daughters from the seven seas. She's <laughs> a fictional character. Exactly. That's right. That's right. Who cares? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and daughters coming from the different seas and so on. And, right. You know, somebody asked me, well, what's the biggest difference in this movie? I go, it's longer. <laughs> it is, it long. is longer. You know, and again, you know, when you take into the little, yeah. little kid factor, the scariness of it and the length of it, yeah. you know, as well. But I, so what, what grade do you give? Well, us? I still gave it a B plus. Yeah. I thought it was magical. The undersea look was, and the, and the music I thought was, for the most part, yep. Extraordinary. Me too. I'm three and a half stars. And Andy, what are you? I gave it three. I just I thought her voice was amazing. Chloe's oh, voice was amazing. amazing. Yeah. All or right. Hallie. So, gosh, the three amigos. Jeff, Jeff what are you going to You don't get a vote, <laughs> yeah. but okay. You don't get to vote, but this is going to be a movie huge ever. movie for I, you guys. I loved it. Um, same same issues, same, same conversation. Um, Disney is really walking a tightrope when they go against their own original canon. That's right. That's it, right. It, you're you're just it's kind of a new no win no lose situation with with some of these debates, but I, I was at a, one of our locations. I was at the district last night. We had a mermaid on site who was representative of what Ariel looks like here in the film, and there were little girls just thrilled oh, yeah. because yeah. finally you know a mermaid looks like me. Yeah, and yeah. and that there were moments where it just kind of like got me. Very cool. Well, if you Very consider cool. the other live action, like Dumbo and oh, Dumbo. Pinocchio, those were horrible. I know, I know. So this one, you know, again. It's three definitely for, one of the better yeah, live action redos. Three from Andy, 
Three and a half from me, and your a B, plus. Uh, B plus is like a three and, three and a half. half yeah. All right. All right. Hey, if we quickly, I, I can yeah. almost claim to be on time if Good we luck. quickly take a break. It's 9.30 here at KSL News Radio with 10 seconds to spare. The Movie Show. It is not a donut hole, but a smaller donut with its own hole. And our donut is not whole at all. On KSL News Radio. Well, we rolled out our worshiping. You know, rugs just a moment ago when Blake came in. He scared him when I you know, <laughs> yoked in. <laughs> we're, we're all just, you know, kind of genuflecting. It's, uh, congratulations on all the cool things that not only you're doing here at the Megaplex Theaters, but what's happening within the Miller organization affecting you. It's very cool to see what you guys are doing. We're here to talk movies, but holy cow. It is really neat. You know, uh, we've uh, kind of regrouped and reorganized our sports entertainment division, and I'm lucky enough to get to take part in that, and it's just so exciting to see um, what the Miller family is doing, both um, both in, in the theaters, in family entertainment centers, in baseball parks. Uh, you know, it's it, there's just so much going on, and I'm so excited for the state. I'm so excited for the people here and what we're going to bring. Isn't it cool when you look at the opportunities? You know, we've talked about, you know, going back now, it'll be 25 years in, what, two years? Uh, not this November, next but year. the following uh-huh. yep. November. Next year. Uh-huh. Yeah, and when you think of what has happened just with the theaters alone and your legacy at the theaters, and now it just continues to grow. But, you know, there is one thing that I really need to talk oh, to you about. Here, we go. Here it comes. <laughs> it's very important. With all the cool stuff you guys are doing, and with my Can't you throw a, a bone to... With me being on a short leash. You know, We're sad here. about that, too. So, yeah. I, oh, thank you. Thank, but, you know, you can make it... Much better for yourselves. I'm thinking of just about you guys. The microplex in Eureka. There's just a little window to make that happen. Doug, I have had every one of our BIT working on this. I've had all our accountants. I've had all of our analysis. Mm. And, you know, as much as I try, I just can't seem to make a pencil. You mean the 674 people in Eureka aren't going to make that I'm not going to say it's not going to happen. And, and, you know, here's something, you know. Once upon a time, somebody talked about Saratoga Springs, and we laughed. And you look at Saratoga Springs now. I mean, there are areas in the state, Harriman, Daybreak, where, you know, 20, 30 years ago, you would have never imagined. When when I was a kid, you'd go through Harriman, and it was just a little crossroads. There was an LDS church there, just a little gas station, a little tiny store. That was it. Yeah. And well, I remember when the so, district was the end of the road. Oh, that was it. Well, I, remember my first vineyard? visit. Yes, and Vineyard, same with Vineyard. I remember when, sitting there with Greg, you know, and I'm just going, you guys are the only thing out here. It, it is true. And we went to Vineyard. I remember w- literally walking through that black ash that, yep. the, yeah, and mm-hmm. and them asking if we would build a theater there. And I looked around and I thought, you know what? This, this is going to work. This is really going to work. Vineyard is one of our most popular theaters. Yep. And uh, I'm excited to say that we're um, we're just finalizing the plans to completely remodel that theater. Wow! And so there's some neat things, and it's I new. I still think it's new. Remodel? Yeah. 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 Done. yeah, I went remodel. And you know, seriously, I you know I have connections with the Envision New Time on there. Well, I was a chairman for a while, but when you look at the projections of the growth in the state, holy cow! Down in the southern southern end of, of Utah County. And then up over into even the Tinnock Valley. Yeah, so, so maybe about twenty 
80? Um, it could happen. You know, yeah. I probably won't be alive to see it. But. Well, I'm planning on still being here. <laughs> Good for you. So, yeah. No, let's talk I have dibs it. on the name Perplex. Perplex. Yes, the there Perplex. You go. There yeah. You go. The Larry H. Miller <laughs> Perplex in Eureka. This is, it's so much fun to be here. You know, we were mentioning with Jeff V. Whipple that we hadn't been here since uh, Once I Was a Beehive. Oh, boy. That's been a while. So it's been a while. And this is such a great theater. And what a great location. This is a really, really popular theater for our guests. And again, uh, we have uh, bigger plans for this location as well. Uh, It's so exciting that um, the Miller family has kind of said, look, we're all in on on this theater thing and we're going to keep building theaters and we're going to continue to upgrade and remodel and do... Uh, the first step was to put our Platinum X here. As gorgeous. I, uh, isn't that a gorgeous theater? That is theater. amazing. You have two uh, state-of-the-art laser projectors up there, uh, completely surrounded by Dolby Atmos sound. That crystal clear picture and sound just makes the whole world of difference when you're, when you're watching a movie. And, and, and Mermaid's a fun one to see that yeah, way, you know, absolutely. with all those under-the-sea under scenes and some of the things that go on. So. Uh, we'll just continue, and, and I love this theater. It's a great yeah. theater. Well, you know, you make everything so cool. I mean, you know, you might walk into a spectacular uh, venue, and you know you're going to get a great screen and great sound and everything, but you put those extra touches, like the opening to the Platinum X. Yeah, that's a lot It of is fun. so cool it looking, and when you walk in, instead of kind of noticing, okay, well, there are the kitty seats, and there's the trash can, and whatever, it's like a little lobby in there. It I is. love that theater. It and it will continue to get better. You know, we can't order luxury seats fast enough. Yeah. Our suppliers are so far behind. No kidding. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it, so, you know, our commitment is just to continue to upgrade and to continue to bring our guests the very best movie-going experience. And and they're back, right? Yeah. They're oh, back, yeah. and it's really great. You know, we are spoiled rotten. Oh, we, we, are. we are. Especially when we go to a critic screening and we're in the recliner and then oh, we get have to sit in those other seats. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, those other the seats. The other high-back, rocking, nice, yeah, exactly. comfy seats. Yeah. I yes. mean, <laughs> ten years ago we would have gone, oh, man. Killed for those seven. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, of course, you know we're going to try to wheedle out more information because I do know that prior to the pandemic, a few things were mothballed mm-hmm. and put on hold. So uh, when we come back, uh, can we uh, beat you up on what's happening there? Yeah, you can try that. <laughs> you can try that. <laughs> Good luck with that. I love that. Yeah, you can try that, Doug. Okay, all right. We need to do a little movie news here. Oh, okay. you ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. Movie news. Not just any news. Stop what you're doing and listen. Movie news. On the KSL Movie Show. And by the way, the movie news. See, because I actually messed up and didn't mention Paris RV. (laughs) Making every weekend of vacation with an RV from Paris RV on the big movie review. I'm going to give them even a bigger venue of the movie news. Everybody knows the news is always the most expensive thing, so... Yeah. Way to cover up that one. Sponsor, yeah. Well, I like I like to keep my mistakes so people never notice that I actually had one. You know, <laughs> you know keep up that illusion. So Paris RV, love having them sponsored Absolutely. here on the movie show. Okay. So what is the first story today in movie news? It is Halle Bailey. I mean, we're talking a little mermaid here. Yeah. A little mermaid. But uh, she is going to be in the color purple. Warner Brothers have uh, released the first trailer for their new version of the uh, classic, the color purple. And uh, she's going to be playing, you know, one of the two girls. And these two young sisters, again, find themselves in very unfavorable positions due to the discriminatory society that they live in. 1985, Steven Spielberg did this movie. Do you remember the big controversy around that? 
I've never got no nominations. No, they no, got 11, 11 nominations. And no wins. Not one win. And, uh, wow, just absolutely crazy. But the color purple, the new color purple, will be hitting theaters on December 25th. And while we're talking about the Little Mermaid, speaking of Little Mermaid, I just looked over there and I go, she's moving. (laughs) (laughs) You you weren't there a minute ago. What's in his Diet Coke? That's right. Yeah, Steve's not seeing that. Uh Uh-huh. We have a genuine Little Mermaid here. Very cool. All right. What have you got for us here, Steve? Okay. And speaking of trailers, the latest Barbie trailer reveals how the classic Mattel doll is about to become self-aware. Really? During a Barbie and Friends dance party, she asked the question, do you guys ever think about dying? Oh, no. I never think about being <laughs> And shallow? she, Margot Robbie, she reveals things are happening, as in she's experienced an actual cold shower. Oh, no. Falling off of a roof. And this one is my favorite. Her feet are assuming a flat feet experience. I love that in the trailer when she's walking <laughs> along in those big spiky things and she kicks them off and she's still walking along on the yeah, balls oh, of yeah. her feet. So that's what she finds out. She okay. actually goes into the real world and uh, apparently she uh, she ends up facing sexual harassment, a jail, <laughs> controlling executives. and uh, did, oh, Ken, did Ken leave her? Ryan Gosling goes with her. Oh, uh, wow. And the film hits the uh, theaters July 21st. It looks Hysterical. It's hilarious. It the does. Scene, the scene where she picks up her, her teacup and she's so used to just drinking yeah. nothing and it just pours it all over the front of her. It's, it's just hilarious. You know, it, somebody really had an epiphanal, clever moment when they fed, said, let's put Barbie on the in big the real, Yeah, in the real yeah. world. That's, oh. that's And great. then to find somebody like Margot Robbie. I mean, oh, my goodness. She is perfect. Florence Pugh. We all have fallen in love with her over the years, yes. and we were all surprised when she joined the MCU universe, and she actually, Scargo, I mean, you know, she she's wonderful. We love Black Widow, but Little Sister kind of upstaged the movie. her quite a bit. But <clears throat> Pew also has mentioned that when her, because she was kind of famous for the indie movies, you know, lower budget movies. Yeah, and that, Midsummer. Where, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Crazy as, stuff. As well, yeah, things that were, you know, very, very interesting. Lady Macbeth, even. But the Mahas went, oh, you're leaving us for the MCU. You'll never come back. And she said they were really, I won't use their term, but they were really ticked off. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, she said, you know, no, no, no. I'm going back. I'm, I'm going to do it. There's beauty in all types of films. I, I had fun doing the MCU, you know, but uh, we'll be back. And so what's next for Pew? She said she hopes that her future includes... Some time singing on the stage, the theater, the theater. Always amazing how brave these people are to do this stuff. Well, speaking of her, uh, Marvel Studios just announced they're delaying the filming of the Thunderbolts movie, uh, which was set to begin production in Atlanta in three weeks. The cast and crew were notified yesterday with the intent of ramping back up once the writer's strike is over. The cast includes Florence Pugh, Sebastian Stan, David Harbour, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Wyatt Russell. Basically, the Black Widow kids and the Winter Soldier kids are getting together. They're, all the misfits are on missions from the government, and that's what that's about. Um, that will be out, supposedly, if they can get it shot in time, uh, the 26th okay. of July of next year. While you have been bloviating, we now have another mermaid. <laughs> Well, the mermaids are, are are gathering. I think it's a mermaid convention here. This is really cool. <laughs> a plethora 
of mermaids. Okay, Quentin Tarantino, you know, we always heard 10 movies. That was going to be it, even though he split one, kind of. So there's a little technicality there. But, uh, the, you know, he had talked about doing a couple of things, maybe redoing Reservoir Dogs and having yeah. that was his first, that will be his last, and so on. But apparently it's going to be the movie critic. We talked about this a few wheel, weeks back that's yeah. based on the New Yorker's famed, you know, Pauline's great Pauline you know, reviews Kale, yeah. for many, many years. And so anyway, um, it'll be interesting to see what actually happens. Uh, the first fil- uh, full-length feature from Tarantino was 1992, and he said he wanted to go out while, he doesn't put it this way, but while he's still on top. Not his term was diminishing returns. So Tarantino also suggests that he isn't necessarily going anywhere. He's going to be doing a whole lot more writing after the movie critics. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. But, you know, speaking of writing, Ryan Reynolds will have to keep his improvs to himself in the current filming of Deadpool 3. And mainly because he is credited as a writer. Yeah. And so he can't, if you're just a star in the movie, you can do whatever you want. But if you're credited as a writer under the rules of the Writers Guild, he can't improv anything. And that's kind of his thing with Deadpool. Oh, that's too bad. But they said maybe it's not going to be a problem because this film focuses more on Wolverine than you might expect. After all of the... (laughs) The jabs at Wolverine. And oh, they've been going at each other for oh, years. Oh, great. Yeah, that's going to be fun to see. That'll be out November okay. of 2024, hopefully. Right. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, our movie news here at KSL News Radio. And we are broadcasting today from the Megaplex Theaters, and we're here with Blake Anderson, who is our term is the, the big kahuna. Of the he's Megaplex bigger kahuna theaters, now. And he's a, even a bigger kahuna. Yeah, the totem has been built even higher now. And wings Let's see if you can multitask. <laughs> you guys are crazy. <laughs> we are kind of crazy. Okay, we got to talk. You know, years ago now, I can't believe we're talking in those terms, as we were going into the pandemic, you know, kind of like out of Oh Brother, we're out there. Well, they got this depression going on. Well, we got this pandemic going on. And you had a lot of plans, including Idaho Falls, different things like that. So what's the update? Yeah, you know, I remember all of us. I think we were out at the District Theater, and we were talking about what are we going to do. And we had you guys out, and this is when things were just starting to collapse. Right. And and we said, look, we're going to take this time to plan. We're going to take this time to remodel. As you know, we... we uh, remodel our district or our uh, gateway theater. And, uh, boy, uh, talk about a remodel. Oh, oh. If you haven't been to the gateway theater, uh, you need to go. It's just absolutely beautiful. But anyway, so yes, we've been working really, really hard, guys. And uh, I, I, I'm not going to say exact locations, but I will tell you this that in, next year we will be building three new megaplex theaters and uh they will have enhanced amenities in them and uh so we're really really excited where we're going that list could grow as we start looking at at other areas so those are three standalone three standalone new locations along with uh the upgrades that i mentioned earlier uh in our existing theaters so So if you could mention where they are so i can buy property around them (laughs) yeah i was that's exactly why i can't this is like uh, okay now where, where Where's the church building those temples? I want to buy some land. It's like the old days where the railroad would go through. Yeah, that's right. Wherever the railroad's going. Now, let me ask this. Shall there be any excursions over state lines? 
Uh, I shall not answer that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. I, Chairman. I know where you're but, going uh, with, you know, you know we, we, we are continuing to look at, at out-of-state properties. I, I will commit to that, uh, both through building and acquisitions. Right. Uh, so a lot could change. Things happen fast. Uh, now, if you're going to Pinedale, Wyoming, before <laughs> you're going to Eureka, we're going to have an issue. <laughs> we love Eureka, Doug. We really do. <laughs> I've got him on the yard. He can't even drive through there now. <laughs> because I, I feel guilty. No, this is exciting. Three. Yeah, three. Wow. And, uh, and maybe more. But we've committed at least to three. Right. And, uh, you know, it's a huge investment, uh, not only in, in building new theaters and entertainment centers, but, you know, keeping the theaters we have state-of-the-art upgraded. Uh, you know, laser is the, all the new big thing, and yeah. we're going to be first to convert to all laser. And I've already started doing that uh, quickly. Gateways all laser. Gateways all yeah. laser, yeah. Wow. Uh, and we continue to add more and more in all of our locations. Um, so it, it's an exciting time, really yeah, exciting amazing. time. And uh, it's neat to have our organization committed to sports entertainment as they are. Right, right. And, 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 you know, and I know we're talking movies here, but, you know, putting on my other hat for a minute, the sport venues are going to be like nothing you have ever seen. You know, the Bees Ballpark has served us well for so long. Right. uh, But this new uh, ballpark we're building out in Daybreak is just spectacular. It's it's really going to be fun. What's the timetable on that one? uh, We will open spring of 2025. And I, I know we have to be really careful with Major League Baseball, but, you know, th- th- there's a shot here. Big League Utah is full full steam ahead. We have a lot of support from the community. And, uh, yeah, I, I, if I were a betting person, I would say we're going to get it. It's, uh, it's, it's a, you know, we have the location. We have the, the owners. We have the, the state support. Right. There's a team to be had. Uh, it's, all the cards are lining up. And uh, I just think, what an exciting thing for our state to have a, a Major League Baseball oh, team well, here. Wouldn't that just be spectacular? Heaven. And Steve Starks right. has done an, ama- an amazing job leading that coalition with the Miller family support. And so many of the businesses have st- stood up and joined Big League oh. Utah. So it's pretty exciting. Oh, that is so cool. Blake Anderson with us here on The Movie Show. All right, let's take a break here at the top of the hour. We'll come right back with more of The Movie Show all here from the Megaplex Theaters at Thanksgiving Point. It's the world-famous KSL Movie Show on KSL News Radio. Uh, tis the Movie Show here at KSL News Radio. Tis indeed. Tis, tis the season and the movies. And, you know, we've got, we've got bubbles over here, you know, falling amongst our mermaids. And we've got... We got real mermaids. You guys pull out the stops on this, Blake. I mean, this is really, really cool. This is Jeff's. Not I'll, I'll give the I'll give the credit to to Jeff. And you know, this is how cool it was. Um, you know, I I met with the, the folks at Disney a, a few months ago, and you know, Disney rights are really sensitive. Yeah. And one of the heads of Disney said to me, "You know what? We don't we don't get too excited about Megaplex because when you represent Disney or any of our, you do it right. Yeah. We don't." You know, we don't have Halloween costumes. These are Broadway-looking mermaids, <laughs> That's right? right. That's right. And uh, that was quite a compliment to Jeff and his team and, and the marketers who do such a good job here. You know, it's amazing. Disney is such a unique company because, you know, we've at KSL, we've done business with Disney, too. And I've always said, you know, they drive a really hard bargain, mm-hmm. and they are sticklers. Mm-hmm. But once you sign the deal, man, your moviegoers 
our listeners, they have the experience of a lifetime. Yeah. And they never cut corners. I mean, it's it's incredible. But like I said, they drive a hard bargain, and they watch that brand. They they sit on that like a mother hen. And this state, I mean, can you get a more Disney-ish state yeah. than Utah, right? This is an old, Maybe old Florida, state. but. Yeah, well, no, I yeah, right. Take, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but seriously, back in the day when Disney was a, a subscription channel, when, you know, that Internet thing and everything else and, you know, even cable was new, a higher percentage of the population, nowhere in the country was there a higher pop- percentage of the population that signed up for Disney than Utah. Yeah. These Disney shows do so well. And they get so excited when we debut them here. So, yep. uh, you know, if they're done right, uh, like The Mermaid is. I, I heard your review, and I completely agree with you. It's a wonderful show, and I was so excited to see all the music oh, yeah. in it. Yeah. And to, to watch. It's so fun to go in these auditoriums and watch the kids just belting out those songs. I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. You know it's, it's really fun. You know, it, it, Disney has really had their, their finger on the pulse of our society now since, you know, forever. I mean, their 100th anniversary right now. Mm -hmm. Isn't that interesting, you know, when I'm I'm sitting down watching, you know, a movie here at the Megaplex, and if it's Warner Brothers, the Warner Brothers logo comes up in 100 years Mm -hmm. of Warner Brothers. And then if something from Disney comes up, you know, 100 years of, of Disney. And you think of the magic and what has happened. And, you know, and it filters right down to everybody. Who in the world today, practically anywhere in the world, you have to be someplace fairly remote where they're not familiar with Disney characters. Yeah, there have been a lot of tests to movies and movie theaters over the 100 years. Probably the pandemic was probably the greatest of all tests right. ever given to traditional movie going. And it's been so nice now to see that it survived even that and that people want to have a communal movie-going experience on the big screen even my three-year-old uh, little granddaughter will say can we see it on the big screen yeah. you know uh, yeah. there, there's something and you go, i know that. i know people yeah yeah <laughs> i happen to know someone honey but uh <laughs> the uh you know there's a place for streaming and yeah. you know we've talked before it, you know it saved us during the pandemic but it is so wonderful that people are now planning date nights family night outings coming to have a communal experience in the theaters. Yeah. And, you know, and the experience we get, you know, Jeff the Whipple, get, get on microphone here. I'm not sure if we need to turn something on there. Okay, we're set. But, you know, I, I remember when the James Bond movie came out. And we went to the screening of that. And all the cool things, Jeff, that you did, all of the, the particular treats and different things <laughs> that were all named after Bond movies, you guys just have a knack of not only presenting the movie beautifully in the auditorium, but outside making it kind of an extra special event. The, the goal the goal is to make it an, an experience. And the payoff for me is watching. We, we just have a young family coming in with little, little girls. Yeah. And they spotted the mermaids as they came walking in. And watching their expression just yeah. lit up. Frankly, watching your expression with an Aston Martin was much the same. <laughs> we, we all get excited about whatever our particular genre is. Yep. And, and to see that expression, what we do is, is one thing, but why we do it is it's wonderful to work for a company that, that embraces that. I remember out of the district, we were out there, and uh, we were doing the show, and all of a sudden R2-D2 comes around the corner. I remember that. And I've still... Not I, just any. Like no. The real R2-D2. I mean, this thing is a ma- thing, this individual, <laughs> this, this persona. It's a he. Yeah, it's a he. 
just amazing. Just kind of rolls out and is, you know, doing the R2-D2 talk and everything. And, you know, and Gail Miller was sitting off to the side. And you could just tell she was thrilled. And then I remember, oh, my goodness, when we had Ford v. Ferrari. Oh, 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 man. You know, all of a sudden we have not cars that are kind of like the ones that they drove in the real deal. We've got the cars. I was terrified. I thought I can't anybody even, even looks at that car the wrong way, I'm going to lose my mind. We're so grateful. You know, the Miller family owns that car, the cars. Right. And uh, they were gracious enough to let us bring them in, but I had sleepless nights oh, knowing boy. those cars were sitting in our in our building. And knowing how much they're worth. Yeah, I mean, they're just both in, in, in value, uh, you know, financially, but also, you know, just... The history, of the that's right. Yeah. The historical value of it is just you know. You know, it's pre- it's pretty cool when you can walk into the movie and see the real deal there, and then you walk out of the movie after you see the. Yeah, the reaction after oh. the movie was even cooler, right? Because exactly. you might not have known exactly how important that car was. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I think of some of the great moments at the Megaplex theaters, and it it is incredible. Last year, uh, just about a month ago, this. year, year last year we were celebrating the 100th anniversary of ksl actually. i remember that yeah mm-hmm. and you know and then it was interesting too we did the screening you know just a couple of weeks ago jeff and it was on the 101st anniversary of ksl now that was a mistake you know just a lucky coincidence but that first one i mean who else could we better you know mesh with it's all about the showmanship and i i really think you're right you know we sit here look there's bubbles going there's beautiful mermaids sitting there and that's just the preview of what you're going into and and there's something to be said about that from early days on when they used to put up the big marquees and have the yeah. actors out and it's changed a bit but we really believe in the showmanship of the movies yeah and doug we thought you would be here a hundred years so we're little we're wondering why well, i was, I was working on it <laughs> i made it 55 years in broadcasting <laughs> that's a long time 45 years at ksl and yeah. the movie show has been on the air 38 years that's amazing isn't that crazy yeah, it really is 38 years yeah. Wow. And, and counting. And, and, and counting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, thanks to this guy yeah. here. We're, we're and looking this forward guy over to here. Andy and Steve. We're looking yeah. forward to great times ahead. Yeah, so. absolutely. And I'll be sitting down in Eureka just wondering <laughs> when the Megaplex is going to open the Microplex. I have a feeling you won't be too far. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on that note, let's take a brief break. You do realize we have two Jeff V's here. I heard that. <laughs> Jeff the Wacko over here. In the original movie show shirt that Ken Macy at the Macy's Food Stores made and the TV hat he's got Looking on. Looking good. And then we have Jeff V. Whipple over here. Are you going to put that on his business card? Well, I don't know. Do you want that? <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> we can speak for him. They call him that at church. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> and we had Larry just walk in, too. As yeah, well, Larry's so, a, yeah. booking all the films yeah, and everything. Yeah. So we'll be talking to Larry in a minute. Okay, let's go ahead and take a break, and we will come back. We've been talking with Blake Anderson, who is – what is your official title now? I am the COO of Sports Entertainment. Wow. You know, that could actually – you know, have you ever seen a state employee's business card? It goes along the bottom, around on the back, <laughs> and, you know, that – See, I can actually even remember that. Yeah, well, me too. Maybe that's why they made it that way. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Let's keep it simple. It's Blake, it's right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Movie Show. It ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. 
That's how winning is done on KSL News Radio. The movie show is coming to you from the Megaplex Theaters here at Thanksgiving Point. And it, it's so much fun to be here. I mean, we're, we really are just right over. If I look at Jeff the Whipple and he moves slightly to the side. We have our mermaids. We have one of the sailors there. And bubbles are flying everywhere as we go under the sea. And this is so much fun to be here. But we need to review a movie. Now, which, which movie? Uh, as you look at the list here, Andy, I'm going to let you choose. We've already reviewed, of course, The Little Mermaid. Which one have you and Steve seen? I've seen About My Father and the, the You Hurt My Feelings. Okay. Well, we'll all chime in on You Hurt My Feelings. But how about if we do About My Father? Here's a little sound on that. I was nervous to bring you here. But I didn't know you were going to spend the whole time embarrassing me. How could you say that to your father? Everything I'm doing for you that I've ever done for you is for your own good. I'm trying to make sure that you don't make out of yourself by trying to be somebody you're not. Sebastian, your suit! It's Versace! Do you like it? No, you moron! It's not... Honey, my mom can't unsee that! Okay. I've seen the trailer for this. I'm a big De Niro fan, but will I be a fan of the movie? Steven, what did you think? Yes, you will. You'll be surprisingly... Surprisingly, surprisingly entertained. I, I like. Uh, I've seen all of Sebastian Maniscalco's uh, stand up. His last one, well, I didn't think was that good. It, it sounded like he. I'm kind of a big deal now. Well, this movie, he he co-wrote it, and he. It's about his father, Salvo, and he talks about him all the time in his stand up. If 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 Salvo wasn't Maniscalco's father, he would not have a career. Yeah. I mean, he uses his dad like crazy. Saying that, I thought that the idea of De Niro playing his dad yeah. was brilliant. De Niro just, I mean, he just walks into that so easily. Yeah. Maniscalco is not a great actor. He's basically playing himself. I mean, it's a story about him wanting to, you know, marry uh, his future wife. And, you know, the, the, she has a really, you know, fancy uh they live at a country club, her, her, his future in-laws. And so, you know, it's the duck out of water thing. And they've been invited for the 4th of July weekend. Uh, and, you know, hey, bring your dad along. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, De Niro's like, I don't want any part of this. And, you know, he kind of has a little arc of a character. It, it's, I just thought it was cute. It's not a great film. It's not a great film. But there are laughs to be had here. Uh, and I was actually pleasantly surprised when I walked out of it. You know what? I had a good time watching that movie. Okay, so what's great? Uh, to be. It's a B, and it's rated PG-13. PG-13, PG-13. Okay. Which kind of surprised me also. Yeah. Andy, what did you think of it? Well, actually, the, speaking of the rating, that was one of the things that was most pleasantly surprising for me was that uh, it seemed like a movie that was primed to go for all the gross-out jokes and, you know, yeah. the, the super uncomfortable stuff that it's funny sometimes, but it's it's hard to take. But this, it stayed clean the whole time, and it's it really is charming. I mean... <laughs> Robert De Niro plays a hairdresser, okay? That that alone still makes me laugh as I think about yeah. it. Well, him that. early on with the ponytail, <laughs> right. the, he was like, flashback to him that in was the brilliant. 80s. D- did they do a little uh, magic on his nope. face? No, they just did a wig. They just did a wig, <laughs> a and black we had wig, the yeah. real De Niro. And so, okay. and I just, I, I was, I was pleasantly surprised at how clean and charming it was, and uh, I really enjoyed it too. And and I gave it, to, I gave it a three out of four stars personally because I just, it's not original. I mean, there's like Meet the Parents no. immediately comes to mind, yeah. and 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 a couple of other movies that feel like I feel like I've seen something like this before, but yeah. it doesn't matter. It's clean. It's fun. You can take your your 
tweens and up to go see it as a family and 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 everybody will laugh yeah and that's what that's good it's interesting because you know kind of meet the parent type uh, plot lines like ted lasso when we meet ted's mom oh you know it it can really be good or it can really be bad and it's nice Uh, i'm I'm glad because i really like de niro i like his films i was nervous about this film but boy i came out of there going wow okay i was nervous about it too kim cattrall and david rash are are the the wife's parents, the, the his Ellie, his the girl he wants to marry, and they're just hilarious. I just the, the jokes landed for me, and and I thought it was funny. Okay, now since we have the man here himself, the guy that <laughs> he's looking over his shoulder. Well, he has to like it. He brought it. Yeah, exactly. Larry, we've got to talk. You book all of the films for the Megaplex theaters. So are they in a plethora of theaters and screens? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, we're playing this all over the place. Yeah. Can I just give an insight? Sure. Like, as I'm driving in and listening to you guys, Uh-oh. I probably do the same thing that a lot of your listeners do. I have a conversation with you guys, even though in the car. And so while you were talking, I didn't want to, like, step over. And it took – I kept wanting to, like, interject, you know, and, like, answer. You, <laughs> you know, like, idiots. Who is the – and, you know, and I was like, oh, that's Leslie Bibb. Oh, keep your mouth shut. They're talking. You know, like, <laughs> now somebody will hear me. So, like, so you're it's, it's really weird car. to be here. And, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. But, but, yeah, people see me driving down the road just having full conversations with nobody in the car, you know, the radio, listening to you guys. Well, they and, might think you have you one know, of those whatever. little weird things. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the saving grace in today's age, right, is yeah. the technology is I could be talking to this, so now I can just fully have conversations yeah, with myself wherever it. I'm at and say, yeah, I'm on a call, you know. It wasn't that all that long ago. Somebody's walking down Main Street talking, yeah. and you go, but now you just kind of go. Okay. I, I look at them like, are they talking to me? No, they're not. No, they're, I know. Sometimes I'll I'll go. Well, what was that? And I go, <laughs> you know. And they not. look at you with disdain. I know. How dare you? I know. <laughs> hey, I'm really interested to hear. You know what you've been booking for us and what's going to be coming up and everything. So we got a few minutes here before we hit the bottom of the hour news. So again, your role at the Megaplex Theaters is to book all the... I I still don't know how you do it with the gazillion screens that you've got, all of the titles that are out. How do you determine what goes on what screen? Uh, A big key that everyone focuses on for for my position... um, is to screen the movies in advance. Yeah. You know, just like you guys get to so that you can review them. Um, but we're seeing them sometimes weeks uh, in advance to be able to determine what fits in the right area based on demographic. Um, yeah. What what content is in a film. You know, if About My Father is a perfect example. We saw preliminary footage of it over a year ago um, at the annual movie convention in Vegas. And... It was on the fence whether it was going to be rated R. And I went through a year thinking, ah, oh, that's going to end up being an, an R-rated film. And yeah. then it came out and completely surprised by the fact that it was, you know, really clean. I mean, it's like it is like a less edgy version of Meet the Parents. Um, it, but instead, Robert De Niro is in the Ben Stiller role. You know, he's the he's the quirky guy, you know, trying yeah. to uh, come across that way. So. So um, screening the films is is one of the biggest factors in determining where movies are going to play and how. Right. Do the theaters, uh, or not theaters, but the, the studios, do they like you to see it on the big screen? Because, you know, when, when we review movies, they, they love to have us see it on the big screen, but occasionally we get a, a screener that we'll see at home. Yeah, it, that's typically their preference. Uh, Especially and, a comedy. Right, yeah. I, well... Um, our screenings are typically just a few of us in the auditorium, whereas screenings for press um, and, and, and others will be 
in the evenings and they'll fill the auditorium because you want to have that experience right, of right. all the you know people laughing at the same time. There's just extra energy in the room. And in my job, I, I sometimes forget how important that is, that communal experience, because yeah. I'm seeing films sometimes just sitting in, in a row on my own, uh, uh, separated from anybody else that's in the auditorium. I'm one, uh, Jeff will know this because he attends some of our screenings, I'm not shy about you know, laughing out loud when something's funny or whatever. So a lot of times, you know, I'm the one making the noise in in the auditorium. But when I do still go into full screenings and you feel that extra energy, sometimes things are even that much funnier than they were when you saw it by yourself. So So do you have a movie laugh? Sometimes Steve and I wonder if the studio doesn't just plant a few. stunt laughers. You know, the stunt (laughs) laughers who just, you know, really go. Because sometimes you hear people laughing and you go, is that? It wasn't that funny. Or is it a seizure? Or what's happening? <laughs> I've been accused of that in the past. My wife and I, uh, our f- one of our favorite live performances that happened at Disneyland was Billy Hill and the Hillbillies, which is, they aren't there anymore. And we used to go and like just. Are camp you responsible out and watch for that? Of, well, maybe I, I. You know, I mean, they. There was one time where, uh, I mean, I would be laughing hysterically, and we'd sit in the front, and we actually got to know the performers. They'd come out and talk with us afterwards. And one time during a performance, I laughed at something that was kind of, like, out of place. Yeah. And they actually singled me out and started, like, picking on me, which then made me laugh even more, and I was dying. And yeah. after the show, the, the head performer came out to me and said, I have to apologize because that's, like, one of the, the cardinal rules you don't break is don't pick on somebody that's kind of, like, building laughter for your, you know. But it was just so, like, I couldn't help it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that was amazing. You yeah. know, I felt like part of the show. It was, it was cool. So, so I've been accused of, you know, having that kind of a laugh. Yeah. But I'm just a energetic guy, I guess. I Steve know. and Andy, I think we need to get a sample of this laugh coming up in a few minutes, right? Agreed. Okay. All right. So Better do something funny. Yeah. <laughs> Be funny. Us? We're not funny. A this priest, is, a rabbi, and a... This is the movie show. The movie show. Spock, you haven't changed a bit. You're just as warm and sociable as ever. No, have you, Doctor? As your continued predilection for irrelevancy demonstrates. On KSL News Radio. Okay, Steve, I think it's time for a little streaming mm, news. Okay. So here we go. Planning on a weekend on the couch? Streaming your favorite movie or a new show? Doug and Steve sort through it all so you only binge the best. It's the movie show streaming reviews on KSL News Radio. Okay, everybody's cracking down on uh, those of us who have streaming services. What? And May 23rd was kind of a D-Day. And it, it was interesting. We um, we went to, I, I wanted to watch Ted Lasso. So we went. And boy, we had to jump through all the hoops. Have, have you had to do that or is it just me? Maybe. Uh, well, I, I have Apple TV+. Plus. Yeah, we do too. I have the screener thing too, so. Oh, you have the screener thing, Well, they too. have a site. Uh-huh. You know, you know if you uh-huh. fill out the paper. <laughs> Wachowski, we need your paperwork. What are you saying, Steve? Just, you, all you have to do is go on there and... Dee, 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 and but it's Netflix. Netflix is the one that's... Yeah, really, they're cracking really it down. crank it down. Yeah. And May 23rd was the big date, so a couple of days ago was a date that we'll live in infamy. Uh-oh. Where many people that have been living in Guatemala and sucking off mom and dad's... Your streaming service, yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, that's going to be interesting well, to bucks, see what happens. Right. So this is the quote from Netflix: "Your Netflix Pay account up. is for you and the people you live with, your household." Right. So there you go. 
So anyway, Netflix uh, caused confusion, though. Remember, we were talking about this on our streaming news a few months back when they announced the method of blocking password sharing before walking back the statement. Remember that? They did the, we'll try it in Peru. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we'll try it on Guatemala, and then we'll see if it works on you, too. But in April, they said, now, we're really doing it. We're cracking down on shared accounts. And they said they would do it by the end of June. Well, they done it on May 23rd. Andy's got a thought on this. Oh, I got the email this morning from Netflix. Oh, Oh. they busting you? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. I may have shared it with my brother across the sea, and now and, we and, may not be able to do and that. And 45 anymore. other families throughout the globe. Uh, I take the fifth senator. Yes. <laughs> you look like you're on a – we've got a special microphone <laughs> over here. It does. It looks like you're testifying. It does. Yeah. Well, I'm, uh, I may or may not have done that, and I have no recollection of that. And, you know, What is this Netflix of which That's you speak? right. <laughs> is that something in that Internet thingy? Okay. Stephen, what have you got? Well, speaking of Ted Lasso, season three finale next Wednesday. Oh, I know. Uh, I'm just, will this be the me. end? I hope not. But maybe it looks like maybe Ted's going to go home. Uh, I don't has, has son issues, you know. Yeah. And, and Mom kind of pointed that out. The question is, I know that uh, the guy that plays uh, Roy uh, Kent wants to stay on, and so does Rebecca, uh, Hannah. Yeah. So is there going to be a spinoff? Will maybe Nate take over Richmond? I don't know. But yeah. the last episode. So if you've been waiting, if you're one of those, they're like, I don't want to watch one week at a time. I want to see them all together. Season three will wrap up next Wednesday, and then you can watch them all. Then you can watch them all. Yeah. Yeah, D and I caught up on this week's episode last night. And uh, there are some touching moments. Oh, absolutely. You know, really touching moments. And another one that's coming to an end is Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. Season 5 wraps up this weekend. And if you have been if you've been watching Maisel, you have to go through the end. This yeah. has one of the better endings to a series that I have ever seen. Meanwhile, back at Ted Lasso, I learned a lot about Coach, Coach Beard. Yeah. I thought there were some, and when, you know, Coach Beard is the one that's really, you know, I mean, the burn the house down before I ever have this happen again, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the way Ted pulled off a little conversion on that was yeah. amazing. It was clever. It yeah. was perfect, Ted. Don't you feel like the show's really gotten its groove back in the second half yes. of the season? Yes. I feel like it took it a lot of flack up early. Yeah. People yeah. were kind of maybe down on it. And I the last several episodes, I just have had that thought in my head like it's really gotten back into what it was at the yep. beginning yep no i it is I weird though that they're agree. 70 minutes long was this last one yeah and they're, they're normally so much longer in the 30s yeah. when they started yeah they were much shorter okay max hbo max converts to max warner brothers discovery has decided to uh, uh, you know treat the subscribers with Oh, look at the kids there. Oh, they just discovered She's freaking the, out. They just discovered the little mermaid. Oh, isn't that isn't that cool? That just they go, "Mom, is that a real mermaid?" I mean, how cool is that? But anyway, to introduce, you know, Max, they're the streaming collection from an incredible library, high quality, unscripted, scripted programming, you know, HBO originals, Warner Brothers movies, DC Universe, it all opens, fan favorite home and cooking shows and documentaries and um they're going to introduce the new ultimate ad-free tier. This is kind of interesting. Uh, they're offering four concurrent streams, 
and all kinds of stuff and, you know, basically anything you've ever wanted to see. But I thought it was interested, interesting that the ultimate ad-free tier will begin on June 7th, so it's just around the corner, and the new formats breathing new life into nostalgia. So finally, Stephen, there's an opportunity for you to see classic movies. Those, up those gray movies? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, we'll get you to come around. I'll be there. Yellowstone, second half, season five. Yeah, what are they going to do, shoot it on a weekend? Well, they announced it. It's going to be in November. I don't think they've shot a single I know. of the I know. second half of the season. So I'm like, well, this ought to be interesting. <laughs> Have you talked to Kevin lately? Yeah. I don't know what's happening there. Uh, one other I'd like to mention, and we can probably talk about these others later, but Smartless is a podcast that um, three guys do, Will Arnett, Sean Hayes and uh, Jason Bateman. Yeah, and they've done. Now they've taken it on the road to cities, and they are doing it live in front of huge audiences, and then bringing a special guest. My daughter's been trying to get me to listen to this podcast forever, and I finally watched this because you know it was on H, it was on Max, and it, it is absolutely these guys are nuts. Uh, they go after each other. On everything, nothing. Who sacred. would ever do that on any kind of a but show? But it's really kind of funny. It's a little sassy. Yeah. The language is a little rough, but it is funny. Okay. All so. right. Just over a month after the debut on Apple TV Plus, uh, the thriller "The Last Thing He Told Me" has reached a record. Of course, uh, Jennifer Garner in this premiered on April 14th, and according to Nielsen. A recent report said the limited series reached a total of 4.5 million unique viewers in 31 days, making it the most watched in the service's history. And yet I'm going to tell you that Silo is a better series. I've seen both of them all the way through. And there's one coming up with Idris Elba called Hijack. But, Stephen, stunning. what about the unique viewers in 31 days? Well, good for them. <laughs> I'm just telling you which one's better. Silo okay. is a better, a better series. Andy, anything that you've been perusing out there? That oh, just uh, Fubar, the streaming series on Netflix uh, with Schwarzenegger. Did you guys either? You guys watch it? Uh, D tried to watch it. Tried. Yeah, <laughs> I, I watched the first that. two, two or three episodes. Yeah. yeah so I essentially, lost, I it's asleep, true actually. lies. It really is. Even though it doesn't have the name, yeah. it's true lies. Tom Arnold makes a cameo during the series. Ooh. I mean, right there. That's a well, minus. right, and. It's just, so essentially Schwarzenegger's a spy, an undercover CIA op. His family has no idea. He's been doing it for years. He gets uh, he, he goes on a mission, and he finds out that his daughter's also a spy, and neither one of them When was it. he called to that mission? On that mission. <laughs> <laughs> Different mission. Oh, okay, okay. Just, I know. didn't even catch that part. Yeah, there. but then, boom, thank you. I'll be here all week. <laughs> but not many more weeks. <laughs> well, any rate, uh, it's... It's a spy show. It it's it swings wildly between comedy and way too serious action. That's the problem, right and that's there. The really tone it's shifts. too goofy for how serious it is, and yeah. it's too serious for how goofy it is. Exactly. And I love Monica Barbaro, who plays his yep. daughter, and she's the main reason I kind of kept through it. Arnold cracks heads and cracks one-liners the whole time, yeah. but it just it's it, it looks like a seismograph with the way the needle swings back and forth. Okay. So. And one more quick one: platonic. Platonic. This opens on Wednesdays. They, I think they did the first two episodes. This is Seth Rogen yeah. and Rose Byrne, who I love, love, love. And they're just friends. They've married other people. and Well, Rogen's divorced. It's kind of like Neighbors. They were in that Neighbors movie where they were next door to, right, the, uh, right. to the frat house. 
uh, <laughs> although they're really good friends, and it is hysterical. I, I laughed really. I've seen maybe four episodes of Platonic, and it is. Steve laughed. It, he cried. He, I, Rose Byrne, I just yeah. love her She's something so she, much. Yeah. She has great comic timing. Right. She really does. She and is so funny. I was too. Th- th- there was too many gross-out jokes in that for me to really like it. I, I only got through two or three episodes, and I was like, I'm done. Okay, precious. Okay, on that note, heaven only knows what Deanne's going to bring to this. I think yeah. she's coming to She's that. here. Did she sneak in? I saw her somewhere. She's over there being a mermaid? Oh, she's she's hiding behind the pizza banner. Oh, there she is. All right. <laughs> you know, it's been a while since Dee Need your uh, infrared glasses? <laughs> she was over by the Coke machine. I should have noticed that for sure. Larry, we got to talk about what uh, what you're looking forward to coming up. By the way... You know, Larry Desani, what is your official title here at the Megaplex? Well, Theaters? I am the vice president Ooh. film buyer for the Megaplex vice Theaters. President. Yes. You know, all Very these esteemed. years, all these years at KSL, and they've never made me a vice president of anything. Today, you all shall be. <laughs> yeah, I'll be the vice president of Mirth and Mayhem. Yeah, something like that. that. Yeah. Hey, what are you looking forward to? Well, I got to tell you, um, we have actually seen. Um, some upcoming superhero films um, that shall not I, be named. I, I may not be able to legally talk about this, we, but we did see that very long trailer. That long trailer a, we saw yeah, for you know, next for week. There's a there's an animated uh, superhero movie, Ooh. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Ooh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I think I can get away with saying this because I'm not going to do any damage. I think <laughs> this might be one of the best superhero films. I've seen, period. You know, the cadre of critics, several years ago, that was the best film of, of the, the year. year. Of the year, the yeah. original one. I liked this one better than the last one. Wow. Um, I mean, the artwork in, in this film is just breathtaking on its own. Um, but the storylines, uh, I, I mean, it was, it was, for lack of, you know, better words and, and using the pun, it was amazing. It, it was outstanding. Um, and then coming down the road later, uh, later in the month, we have another superhero movie in the flash that we got to see a rough cut of, um, a few weeks back. That was just one of the, the best funnest rides we've had with a superhero oh. movie in quite a while. Um, for those who so, might be suffering from a little, uh, we talked with Blake about this. He brought it up that there's a little superhero fatigue out there. Yeah. Are you, are you going to be able to get over that when you see the with Flash? With these two movies, I think so. Because yeah. they're just so fun. And they have a lot of nostalgia built into them. There's so many Easter eggs sprinkled through uh, through both of these films. Um, you know, the, the hardcore comics fans, I think, are just going to love both. Yeah. But if you're just a casual moviegoer to, or to, the Flash is so much fun. It was like... Being on a, an amazing roller coaster at at, at, uh, at an amusement park. Wow, wow! As you look at the next three months, what's the one that you personally, in other words, the summertime season that will take us through basically Labor Day? What are you looking forward to most? So I'm probably not on an island with this, but I absolutely want to see the redemption of Indiana Jones. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. So I think that's the one that I, I circle on my calendar, and that's just around the corner. And that's yeah, that's that's a not a month away. Yeah, uh, so uh, that's the the first one that jumps out to my mind. That absolutely can't wait to see that one. Uh, but there are so many big movies Mission coming. Mission Impossible. Th- I mean, Mission Impossible is yeah. out there. I spoke to 
my contact at the studio earlier this week, and he saw their first screening of it and said it was they were just blown away by it and it's part one of, of a two-parter so um they are extremely high on it oppenheimer looks amazing you in know, the cast I, I have been really looking forward to that I'm, I'm kind of a nut on that anyway i i've read the books on oppenheimer i love all the movies you know even back to what is it, little man fat boy or fat boy little man whatever it was and I, I am so looking forward to that. That is such an amazing, weird, strange story. There is not there is not one role I think that was cast in that movie that doesn't have a major Hollywood star that you would recognize. Yeah. And you have to imagine that they're not all major contributors, right. but they just so many people wanted to be a part of a Christopher Christopher Nolan film and this story um, that looks amazing. But there's there's lots of smaller films that are just all over the different genres. I mean, there's the the R-rated comedy No Hard Feelings with Jennifer Lawrence that looks hilarious from the trailers. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be raunchy if you like that kind of thing, but, I mean, that looks like a ton of fun. Wow. Uh, I mean, there's there's family content coming out all over the place. Um, I, yeah, I, this summer is... It almost feels like there's too many big films, which is a great thing to have back at the movies. Right, right. Yeah, we talk about the pipeline. You know, Jeff the Whipple over here, we were talking earlier. You know, we're still in the aftermath of the pandemic. And, boy, I'll tell you, you know, all of that creativity penned up. And do we release? Don't we release? When can we finish? You know, how can we wrap this up? And Movie show. Who's president of the United States in 1985? Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> on KSL News Radio. The movie show is originating today from Utah County. We are here at the Megaplex Theater at Thanksgiving Point. Gosh, what a beautiful place, you know. I, re- I remember years ago when we were doing some Saturday morning shows here oh, yeah. and how much you know the kids just loved it and the expansions that have happened. And, oh, I can't goodness. wait to see a movie in that Platinum X. Oh, yeah. Boy, me too on that. Okay, we have just enough time before we hit the top of the hour to uh, review yet another film. This is called Kandahar. Yes. Exposing the CIA's sabotage of Iran's nuclear reactor. Our cover is blunt. We're leaving 15 minutes. Stretching point. In an old CIA base in Kandahar. Just want to go home and I'll be with you. The distance is not the main issue. They haven't catch my guys. I'll sell them to the highest bid. No one is coming to rescue us. We have to get to Kandahar. But when somebody just mentions Kandahar, I go, I'm in trouble. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Whoa. You don't want to go you know, there or away. Don't want a vacation there. No. Uh, this is another of Jared Butler's movies. Jared. Uh, Jared. Uh, it's, uh, and it's too bad that The Covenant just came out recently because this is pretty much the same movie. He's there as a CIA agent. They, they've come up with an elaborate uh, scheme to sort of take out the uh, atomic the plant that they have, and they didn't realize they had like the subterranean. Holy mackerel, they got a bunch yeah. of stuff. So he's there for that, and uh, boy, the the, the uh, they, they've got Afghanis, they've got Iranians. I mean, it's like right on the border. So sometimes you're like, wait, who are we fighting now? Uh, so they're they they're very ticked off that the CIA has blown up their pretty little plant. That could ruin their day. Yeah, and so they're after them. They like, get whoever it is, get them. So Butler is running for his life. And along with his interpreter. And this guy came back mainly to get his sister-in-law. But now he gets roped into this whole thing. And, man, they're 
they are wanted dead or alive mostly dead by the iranians by the afghanis by the everybody uh there's a lot of action here i i thought this would be more low budget but it's not uh, you know for a butler movie you know he's always good in these films yeah he is and so I, I enjoyed this film. It's two hours long. It's rated R for some, um, you know, violence and whatnot. But I, I thought it was pretty cool. I was surprised. I thought, oh, no, another one of these. But uh, I thought he did a nice job. Okay. Kandahar. Larry, do you have these, uh, this movie on quite a few of your screens? Yeah, it's uh, it's plain wide. Uh, it's it's a major wide release nationally, and we've got it. Uh, I think pretty much everywhere. Okay, and boy, you're right though, Steve. Jared Butler. Uh, I mean, he is just made for roles like this. Yeah, yeah, and it's a tough guy role, and, and a lot of people get hurt that you know he knows, and so there's a lot of emotion involved in the action as well. I just thought it was a little weird that there were so many different groups of bad guys that you're like, wait, wait a minute, <laughs> we just ran from these other guys and. These guys are trying to kill us. What's yeah. going on here? Which bad guys are we fighting right now? You know, get to the, you know, get to the chopper or get, get back to the base. Get to the chase. Uh, arr, arr, arr. The Movie Show. Quirky Pick of the Week. I'm so glad we've got the theme back for Quirky Picks no, of the Week. More importantly, we have D back. Because we have missed <laughs> little Deanne joining us here well, on the show. Well, it is fun to hear my special song. Yeah, yours, but it doesn't have the sneeze in it. Let's the, all sing along. Right? Yeah, let's all just sneeze along. Yeah, yeah. So good to have you back. Well, I'm glad to be back after my traumatic accident. The incident that shall not well, be I don't, mentioned. Well, I don't mind mentioning it. I, I like to mention that I, even though I am somewhat elderly, I didn't fall. I was bowled over by a pack of wild dogs. <laughs> Wow, that's quite yeah. named Dagmar and, and Junebug. June they sound very sinister. Now, but I can see Dagmar, but Junebug. Well, I was holding June. Well, she was squirming. Oh. I was holding June because of her short little legs, and I was lifting her out of the car, afraid she might break a leg. So instead, so I'm holding her, and then Dagmar jumps out and just clipped me. She didn't jump at me, oh, okay. but she just kind of clipped and June me. And Junebug squirming. And Junebug squirming, and so then my feet flew, oh, and we all yeah. went down. It was not yeah. a pretty sight, was no, it? No, it was, it was not a pretty sight. <laughs> Someday we'll laugh about it. Dee's no, very maybe. sensitive about that. People go, oh, it's too bad you fell. She goes, I didn't fall. I did fall. not fall. I, I like the wild dogs part. Yeah. yeah, the wild dogs. Although people fall every day. I mean, you know, you, anybody can fall. There's, you know, but but I didn't fall. It was much more dramatic than we that all, and traumatic. Yeah. We all fall in different ways, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. The fallen. Let's right. put it that way. Hey, what have you got for us? Well, I... You've had a little time in front of the I've, TV. I have watched a ton of TV. Yeah. I've watched uh, the gray movies, the black and white movies, the colored movies, the animated movies. I've watched them all. But, and I do have a quirky pick that I want to pick at the at the end, but I do want to mention some of the streaming. And one I heard you mention that I want, want to reiterate I thought was quite good is the uh, Apple TV documentary called Still about Michael oh, J. Fox. Was and I really want Doug to watch it because I thought it was I've read several of his books. I've read Always Looking Up and Lucky Man. I've always, you know, and he's a charming, interesting person. But I thought this documentary was so interesting because they, they had him in, in real time, in current time. But when they correlated it to the times of his diagnoses and his changes in his life, because he was 29 when he was diagnosed with, with Parkinson's, they would show clips, yeah. you know, oh. that, that, were, that were appropriately aged as if they were kind of picking it up back then. And I thought it was 
That was interesting and unique. Brilliantly done. Yeah, I thought using so too. old clips to tell the story. Right. I was, I think that you know if you're a Michael J. Fox fan or not, you would enjoy the clips. Or were you saying the fact that he would keep something in his left hand because that's where it was most visible? It, he, that's where he would tremble the most, and so you see him back in Family Ties holding on things and or fidgeting, putting his hand in his pocket, his in his pocket right. to kind of hold back his symptoms. And yeah. we didn't catch it then, of course, and he didn't talk about or it. Or rifling through papers. Right. A lot of business. A lot yeah. of lot of. So I. I that was brilliant. It was. If you have Apple TV, I would say watch Still with Michael J. Fox. Okay. That's that was a really great good. suggestion. Yeah. And we watched Queen Charlotte on Netflix, which is very spicy. I tried and, to watch it. And weird. Yeah, it, well, yeah, yeah it was. Boy, it, you know, I, I am into a little creativity with history in, in every way. But, it, you know, I, I just read a book on King George. It's called The Last King of America. And, you know, first of all, he wasn't the villain that we made him out to be. You know, I was war propaganda primarily. And what they're showing here is just totally off the rails. I mean, you know, I, I don't mind tweaking history a little bit here and there and making it entertaining. Hamilton-ish. But, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. I don't get this one at all. But if you like Bridgerton and you like the costumes, you like to see the food, you like the, you know, the stage settings, it is beautiful and opulent. And but it is boy it is it is. I think very I watched sexual. one yeah. or two episodes in it. Yeah, although know, it's yeah. it's not as bad as Bridgerton. Oh, I thought know. it was worse. Really? Well, uh, you were sleeping through those parts. <laughs> That's because I've been babysitting and tending <laughs> right. on medical alert. <laughs> he's he's know. quite tired. But the one I finished that I loved that I recommend is Firefly Lane. Firefly Lane. Firefly, Firefly Lane. Lane. Is that with the Catherine, Catherine Heigl? Heigl. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. it's. Quite a lovely and fun. Now, I have one for you. Yes. The Family Stallone. I've been watching it because you said. I've, I've watched two, and I agree. I, I think it's it's uh, it's fun. I finally see what you see I, about I heard the... you say that. Yeah, I heard you say that. And I think it's got a little bit more class than maybe the Kardashians, which I'm worn out on. I don't watch them anymore. But I am still loyal to my Salt Lake. So are you going to be starring in the real movie reviewers of Salt Lake? I hope not. <laughs> I hope not, too. <laughs> My daughter was supposed to go to a Bravo party that they were filming up in Draper last weekend. And I go, oh, they could call it the the house daughters of Salt Lake County. And she goes, mm, no. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, still waiting for those housewives to come back. And, and, I'll, and I'll be there for them, you know. Yep. Whether Doug's in, here to mock me or not, I'll still be there for them. In six years or yeah. just in... Whenever they get out of jail, right. I, uh, something like that. Whenever <laughs> one of them gets out, I just out kind of, of tossed it out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jumped many, right how, on it. How many so more I, are going to jail? I, I, don't, I don't have any any Let's, personal insight, really. I but know. I do want to give you my quirky pick. Yes. Your okay. Quirky so pick, I made yeah. my quirky pick in March before the incident, and and the reason I did this is because I belong to this group called well, it's a citywide thing called the Wasatch Speaker Series, and they have special speaker, speakers at uh, Bravanel Hall, and the yeah. one I had gone to see was Rob Reiner. And he was wonderful. Oh, my goodness. He talked about his film history and, you know, why he chose the things he did and, you know, all the incredible movies he's made, starting with Spinal Tap and, yeah. you know, all of that. But anyway, the, the one that he talked about that really grabbed me that we went back and watched was The Princess Bride. Yeah. Oh. And, you know, it rolls by all the time, and, and sometimes those are things we don't look at again. But watching it from beginning to end, that's my quirky pick, The yeah. Princess Bride. It's something for everybody, a cast that just doesn't stop. Everybody's and it's timeless. In it. There's nothing in that movie that dates it exactly you know it, it is just yeah. amazing yeah, yeah mandy patinkin wallace sean christopher guest billy crystal everybody's in it. yes and inconceivable as, as, Excuse you, me. as you wish <laughs> 
as you wish. The world's greatest love story. So that's my quirky pick. All right. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Good to have you back. Thank you. It's good to be back. Just in time for the grand finale. Just in time for the food. You know, I <laughs> yeah, was, I was hoping you'd be back. Yeah, that's right. Well, I'll, I'll be there after the grand finale, too. Will you? Yeah, I will. Are these guys paying you more? That's a threat or a promise. <laughs> no, That's right. <laughs> I'll be there by your side. Oh, of course you will. Okay. All right. The movie show coming to you today from the Megaplex Theaters. When we come back, you're going to want to hang around for this. Telephone torture. Larry, you're going to hang around. Jeff V. Whipple will need to be around for telephone torture. She should be here for Andy, you're going to be here for telephone torture because this is, this is big. Yes, Senator. Because somebody by the name of Blake decided to flake out on us. Anytime Ooh. we mention telephone you know, he's torture. He's COO now. I know. COOOOOOO. Yeah. So, anyway, telephone torture. She needs to ground for how you hurt my feelings. What's that? The movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she could hang around for you. Because you she feelings. actually has inspired. No? To the Louis Dreyfus, you know? Yeah. yeah. Where you fell asleep she, for that. She's too. been, no, she's been on every talk show known to mankind, including The View and everything else. Because Deanne watches them all. Well, she has some inspired interest in this. Some inspired interest. But she's leaving anyway. So Yeah, she's fleeing. She, all of a sudden she goes, oh, look at the time. The KSL Movie Show. <laughs> telephone torture. Uh, there's nothing like a little telephone torture, especially when we are hanging out not only with the sponsors, but at the sponsors' location. Of telephone torture. And, and without the COO's approval. Without the COO approval, right. But, you know, the, the check's still clear, Jeff, and, you know, so that that's a good thing, right? I, I'm hoping he's tucked in well into his next meeting. So. That's right. That's right. We, we, we don't want him to, you know, have to witness what's going to happen here. Larry, you've, you've been here as we've done telephone torture, haven't you? Yes. Been a highlight of your life, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, most people Lies. feel that way. <laughs> the lie detector just went off. Steve's Steve's ankle bracelet went off. The cops are coming in already. Okay, so that's two ankle bracelets in one show. I know. Well, you know, it's a three-hour show, in, so huh? one per hour. It's a, becoming a sponsored bit. So that would be funny. Here's the deal: it's Memorial Day weekend, so most of these have somewhat of a military theme okay. about them. And we have fabulous prizes, right, Jeff? What are those fabulous prizes? Well, let's let's call an audible, and let's let's do the traditional prize. Okay. Let's do a family six pack for the kids' summer movies. Really? And maybe a Father's Day gift package as well. So we we've got a couple of different prizes they can choose from, and Ooh. we'll we'll take care of the guests. So okay, I, especially since it sounds like. You're going to put them through their paces today. So know, tradition, it. So it's basically Tradi- traditional. Traditional kids' summer movies. Father's Day. Or a Father's Day gift package. Or a Father's Day gift package. Yeah. That's a VIP experience to Barbie when it comes out. Yeah, there, there you go. go. I can't right. wait for that movie. That, I, I didn't mention that earlier, but yeah, yeah that's I'm looking forward too. to that, too. Okay, so you know the drill. It's uh, KSL Talk, 575-8255. We shall, in the firing squad. We shall yeah, stand up, and we'll put the target on your chest. So here we go. And by the way, as we always do, so we we have to have a winner here. So we actually have the idiot-proof question that we save for the very, very end. Stop calling it that because that's too much pressure. It's appropriate. Can you imagine being the person that loses on that one? That That could be interesting. Okay. So it's KSL Talk 575-8255. 
Nobody wants to so take the first shot. you scared all the shot. idiots away. Yeah, no, no, they're, they're here. So we, let's go to our phone line. We can let Larry help them, too, if they need it. Yeah, let's go Let's yeah, go no to our phone line. Now. Watch the film by our and get it. Hi, who's this? Hello, it's Joshua. Hey, how you doing, Joshua? Good. Well, where, where are you calling from, Mars? He's wrestling a bear. He's wrestling a bar up in the Uintas. Maybe. Okay, are you ready to hear the sound bite? Yeah. Okay. All right. Now listen closely, and within a couple of seconds, you've got to tell me what movie this soundbite is from. Here we go. How are you going to fire your rifle when grenades are going off in your face? What are you even doing here? Sir, I got lost on the way to college, sir! Okay. Name that movie. One, two. Can we hear the sound? Three, four. You know, you're done. You're done. You couldn't even Google it in time. I know. That's why we have to keep a very short leash on this stuff. That was from Jarhead, ladies and gentlemen. That was on the tip of your tongue, wasn't nope, it, Steve? I didn't, I didn't know that one. You would have gotten that, wouldn't you, Larry? Absolutely. Yeah. Jeff? I thought, was, I thought it was Spartacus, but that's Spartacus. <laughs> okay. So there, there's our first loser. Let's loserize him. That's so sad. <laughs> poor, poor Blake would just poor be. Blake. He'd be weeping right now. I Josh, I'm I, with you. I didn't get it either. I so. wish I could, you know, give him a car. Okay, so let's go back to the phone line. And hi, hi who's hi, this? Vahe. Vahe, how are you? Okay. Have you been uh, underground here for uh, 90 days so you could win another prize? Yes. Yes, I know. So here we here we go. Vahe is a diehard. On the movie show. He, he knows his stuff. Too. He's a regular. So here we go. Now we're going to play the sound bite. you got just a second or two to name the movie. So here we go. Stand out of your weapon. Keep those actions clear. We'll see you on the beach. Okay. Name that movie. No idea. One. I'll give you three seconds anyway. Two. Two. Three, Three. Just to drag out the mortification. Okay, that was from Saving Private. Larry got it. Steve got it. It was either that or Toy Story 3. Yeah, or Toy Story 3, yeah, because that was Tom Hanks. Okay, so are are you going to embrace what you really are here, Vahe? Yes, a loser. There you go. Your best. Losers always whine about their best. (laughs) Okay. Yes. I'm not Blake. This is a, I, I take joy in this. This is a <laughs> kinder, gentler part of the radio program. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, hi, who's this? You're by a loser. Hello. Go. They're listening to the radio rather than their telephone. Have we, yes. have we got you there? Turn down your radio. They, they, yes. <laughs> they went, I don't know what's happening. Hi, who's this? Lie. Oh, now, Vahe, how can you be on the phone line two times? Okay. All right. Oh, okay. Adios, no, he, he was on hold. All right. So, okay. We put Vahe on hold for about five days. We are days. absolutely torturing Vahe. We, could shame we were him torturing, again. torturing Vahe, <laughs> which is well-deserved, I might mention. Hi, who's this? This Russ. Hey, Russ, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys today? Well, we're doing very well, and I have a lot of confidence in you, Russ. You're not going to let me down, are you? I, I hope not. I've been on hold, so I haven't heard the, 
the wrong answer, so I hope I can come through for you. Okay, well, we're counting on you. No pressure, though. All right. All right, listen All right. Listen very closely to this soundbite. Here we go. You know something, soldier? I've noticed you're always last. I'm pacing myself, Sergeant. Move it! Okay. Name that movie. Oh. One. Sergeant Holka. Two. Is that a pattern on your shirt? Three. You're done. You're done. It was It was Stripes. Oh, oh right. Yeah. You came so close, but you're so far away, which makes yeah. you a La Hooser. La Hooser. Wow. Yeah. There we go. Hold on, Russ. Let's lose him. Dumber. Let's loserize him. Le who? Oh. her. She found it. We've we've got an amazing nice. board op today. That's incredible. Thank you. Ouch. All right, ouch. <laughs> yeah, ouch. Okay. ET. Let's go to yet another victim, I mean potential winner. And uh, hi, who's this? This is Chris. Chris, you realize that there are fabulous prizes worth up to dollars on the line, right? Yes, I do. Okay. Boy, we're all counting on you. You know, good luck. Don't call him Shirley. We're all counting on you and don't call me Shirley. Okay, <laughs> are you are you ready for the sound bite? Now, this one, I have a lot of confidence that you're going to get this. Okay, you ready? We've been okay. trained to think that we're invincible. And now our proudest ships has been destroyed by an enemy we considered inferior. We're on the ropes, gentlemen. That's exactly why we have to strike back now. Okay, name the movie. Pearl Harbor. There you go. Ding, ding, ding. Congratulations. That was President Franklin Delano Roosevelt, played by John Voigt, and you got it. You got it. You have won fabulous prizes worth up to dollars. Do you want to hear what my idiot-proof one was, just in case we didn't have a great listener, such as the one we have on the phone line? Okay, this this was the idiot-proof. I feel the need, the need for speed. Now, really. (laughs) Fast X. <laughs> See, he says fast X two, not fast ten. See, these guys have been mocking me. They've been mocking me because oh, no. it's fast X sounds so much better. When in Rome, Douglas. I know, and that's what Larry's doing right now. When in Rome, we suck up big you time. So, okay. Hey, meanwhile, back to our big wiener. Congratulations! You've won fabulous prizes yeah. worth up to. Dollars. Dollars. Okay. Now, Jeff V. Whipple is going to unveil your two choices. So you've okay. got the traditional movie show pa- uh, prize package, uh, two movie passes, large popcorn, two drinks, a perfect date night. There's also a Father's Day gift package. We can we will throw in some extra swag there, or uh, six tickets to the kids' summer movies. Ten movies, ten weeks, and you can take. Five guests with you when you go. Oh, so, wow. Okay. A couple got, of different wow. choices there. You got a big decision here. Son. What's the latter one again? The kids' summer movies or a Father's Day gift package or the traditional date night at Megaplex. Right. And you can use that anytime, go anywhere. So. Wow. Um, can, can I get the do last you, one? Do you need some time to pray about this? Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Time's up. You get nothing. <laughs> okay. Now, oh, the, no. So the last one again, is, Jeff. Well, let's see. We've got just a regular date night at Megaplex. 
right? A Father's Day gift package or the kids' summer movie package for you and five other, you know, five kids. Five kids. Let's do the last one. Ooh, well done. now there's a good man. There you go. I think he panicked. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Yeah, he panicked. You are going to I be taking little siblings. <laughs> five of your favorite little friends with you to see wonderful movies. Ten, 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 ten different okay. movies Thank throughout, so throughout the summer. All summer long. Now, you, you've got to stay on the line so okay. we, can, we can get all the information. Uh, if... Uh, if uh, we start asking for bank account numbers and your social security number, you, you might want to just, sh- just shut up. Okay? Don't be alarmed. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't be alarmed. So it's it's, it's just fine. No, okay, so okay. but before before we can give you all those goodies, there are lots of losers out there today. And what do we have to do to make those losers feel better? Frank Sinatra. That's <laughs> it. Blue eyes. That's it. Thanks. There you go. All right, stay well on the done. line. Thank you. Telephone torture done right here, live and in color at the Megaplex Theaters. This was almost a Platinum X experience. Wow. That was that was premium quality. It right? was premium quality. And a big thanks. Thanks, you guys. Larry. I, More like Plastic X. Blake is hanging out and Jeff the Whipple. Fabulous prizes worth up to dollars on telephone torture. Movie show. You probably think this world is a dream come true, but you're wrong. On KSL News Radio. Okay, time for us to review another movie. How about You Hurt My Feelings? Yeah. Okay, here we go. If I did say that, you took it out of context. Are you going to gaslight me now? You've been lying to me this whole time. I wasn't lying, I was encouraging. That's not true. You were lying to be encouraging. Boy, what happens when you're married to an author and uh, she has written one fairly successful book. She's worked on another, but, you know, nobody's buying it and so on. But you are the, the loving spouse, the supportive spouse, and you assure her that, oh, no, it's wonderful, dear. It's wonderful. You need to shop it. You know, if your agent's not selling it, find another agent who will. And then you find out that, well, maybe he don't like it either. <laughs> and you find that out. It opens up an interesting scenario, you guys. Who's going to speak? Um, well, I, to me, it it's a movie. It's a character-driven piece, first of all. So it's a, right. a quiet movie. The problem where we saw it was we were next door to Fast and Furious. and The thumping so, on the wall. Somebody else killed somebody on the other side. So it was a little hard to pick up. But basically... It's all these different people have what they think are amazing careers, like interior decorator, right. uh, psychiatrist, and they're getting feedback that maybe they're not that, that good at it. Didn't you love that one, this this poor woman who's decorating for this? You know, I woman. love her, by the way. Michaela. She's wonderful. Her. Yeah, Michaela she used Watkins. to be on SNL. I, th- I, mean, I think she's hysterical. And But she's trying to find the perfect lamp oh, for this yes. wall. And finally, she brings in the most atrocious, ugly piece of junk you have ever seen. And, of course, that's what the woman falls in love with. Finally, you've done it. You're perfect. I looked at her like, oh, dear. Yeah. So there's a lot of little subtleties in this show. And Julia Louis-Dreyfus is the lead, of course. But uh, to me, it's an ensemble piece. you got a guy who's 
who's an actor, but, you know, he's trying to be in a play, and maybe he's not very good. And the psychiatrist like, you really suck at this job. So it, there's all these people kind of second-guessing themselves, plus, as Dee mentioned to me, that she goes, and it's also about those little white lies that we tell each That's other right. in those moments where, you know what, that might be okay to say in that particular moment. Yeah. You know, it's interesting with this, the guy who plays the psychiatrist. He was in the Outlander series. Good, oh. good guy in one time period, bad guy in another time period, but a descendant of. But he is so funny because he's sitting there, you know, talking to these people. And as they walk out the door, they go, well, that was a waste. <laughs> and he barely hears it. And he goes, oh, well, you know, what's going on here? I, For me, it's everybody has those self-esteem issues. And so watch. I related to a lot of sort of, you know, self-doubt and those kinds of things. But to me, the funny part was how quickly they turned around and did the same thing they were both complaining about to their son. Like, oh, right. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, how dare you lie to me about this thing and not tell me the truth? And then they turn right around. Oh, no, I'm sure your play is so good. Yeah, no, it's so yeah. good. And how quickly we do that, the same thing we get offended by, we turn around and, and whether we acknowledge it or not, we do the same thing to other people. I, I like that moment when David Cross and Amber, Amber <laughs> yes. Tamlin, they are literally married to each yep. other. And they are going at it, and they finally said, "You know what? You are so bad. We would like a rebate, or we would <laughs> like a refund." Not pay you. You better give us our money back. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, it's pretty fun. And they actually sent him a bill. <laughs> no, know? that's right. Yeah, he opens the mail one day, and they, you owe me thirty thousand dollars. With doctor in quotes. <laughs> yeah, on I the know, envelope. doctor. That's yeah. uh, not necessarily. So a it's very a good subtle movie. movie. It's yeah. not you know big action. There's no car yeah. chases or anything. Yeah, I, I like the movie. I really did. But you know, it's one of those movies. You, you watch it, and you go, "Yeah, okay." And then, you know, when I saw it on the list, I went, have I seen that? You know, I go, oh, yeah, 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 we have. How many sitcoms, how many movies have been based on that? And the classic is probably the I Love Lucy thing where Lucy cannot lie. Do you remember oh. that episode? I mean, we've seen that over and over, and it's always funny. Yeah. Because oh, I, we all do it. Yep. I thought Everybody. this was a, kind of a cool twist, though. I, I of, of all the big action stuff we see, this is kind of a palate cleanser for me. Yeah. I gave it a B plus. Yeah, I think that's the kind we got to have these kind of movies because of otherwise going yeah. to the movies becomes just one type of experience. And it's nice to even though it would work on the small screen, it's still nice to see it up on the big screen. It absolutely is. All right, I'm, I'm on the. I, I I liked it. I'm I'm like a three, you know, star movie. And so. it's rated R. The mainly yep. the language. It's language, yeah. Right. Okay. Well, there you have it, and it is called. You hurt my feelings. Hey, we want to talk about some of the things, you guys. I'll ask both uh, Jeff the Whipple and also <laughs> Larry Tassoni to join us here. And let's just talk about, you know, what's coming up. You know, I milked as much information out of Blake as humanly possible. on, And he did fess up. He said, you know, there are three things on the drawing board that we really can't talk about at this, this point. And, you know, all kinds of even some retooling going on on various things. But let's talk about it from... The uh, the customer's point of view, the moviegoer's point of view. You know, what can we look forward to maybe in the fall? We've talked a little bit about the summertime. But as we look forward to, to the fall and the Labor Day weekend, instead of us talking right now about the Memorial Day weekend, what are some of the big things coming up that you're excited about, Larry? So um, we have the Dune sequel coming out. Yeah. Um, you know, that looks like, uh, again, I keep... Uh, referring back to CinemaCon, our movie convention that happened last month, but uh, we got to see a lot of advanced clips of some of this some of this stuff. And the director came out with some of the cast and talked about the film and said, you know, it's a really horrible pitch to make a film to say, 
we want to make the first movie so that we can get to the second movie. Yeah. But the second movie is supposed to just take this story to a whole other level with the action and the, and, the, and the adventure and the effects and, and everything. So, I mean, that that's coming um, in the fall. And then I actually asked our contact from Warner Brothers with, with their full slate. I mean, they have movies coming up this year like Barbie and yeah. The Flash and Dune is one of theirs. And I said, what are you most excited for left on your slate for the end of the year? And his answer was Wonka. Wonka, He's really? had a chance to see an early screening of it and said, I can't wait to bring my kids to it. It is old-time, classic, wholesome Hollywood live action family content. Is this Chalamet? The, the sh- as Chalamet, the prequel of uh, of Wonka. Oh, it's a prequel. Yeah, wow. it's a prequel of how he becomes, you know, the eccentric Wonka. You oh, know, and yeah. so oh, that's cool. Um, so those are a couple that are that are coming, and uh, that you I'm also excited for the Meg Two. Oh the my goodness, Meg Two! Wow, yeah. perfect popcorn movie. I yeah. mean. I, I'm serious. Like I, <laughs> no, I no, that one looks awesome. Me too. Such a fun. We were talking about the Fast and Furious franchise during one of the breaks and how it's one. Yes, you got to switch off your the connection to reality in your brain. Yeah. And you got to do that with the Meg. But yeah, that one looks oh, epic. Yeah. yeah, so much fun. Well, Jason Statham. I mean, good grief. Love that you dude. know, I see him in anything. Jeff, you know, I, I look at just right behind you right now. Mermaids, bubbles, everything going on. What are some of the other things you're working on? And you know, mad scientist things in the back room that you're <laughs> going to pop out here in the lobby for us when a big movie opens. We're, we're hoping to have some fun with the Flash. We're hoping to have some fun with El- Elemental, Indiana Jones. Buckle up. Yeah. Oh, we're, yeah. We've, we've got some fun things happening there. I'm in desperate search for a, a pink convertible for Barbie. Oh, I, I yeah. would just love to create Ooh. that photo op. So if you've got if you've got a hot pink convertible, oh, give me, so, you know, have your people call my people. But uh, Boy, no kidding. And then. It's a we classic can, Stingray, isn't it? A, a yeah. Corvette. We can hardly wait what you're going to do for the Meg. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. right. Plus, I, I mean, Haunted Mansion's on slate, on, on tap. Um, yeah. So the, the films that we've got coming are are so much fun and then you know we're, we've got company parties we've got groups that have bought out this entire building coming up in june really a, a company is taking over the entire building i don't know if the employees know yet so otherwise i'd tell you the building they, they've 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 rented out every auditorium for two or three showings they, they bring in we, we do full catering here they do the popcorn the drinks it's a great way to recognize their employees so we've got that happening Father's Day's coming up, and we yeah. Megaplex gifts are like the get out of jail free card for for gift giving. Boy, it's no just, It's a great way to handle uh, those kind of tricky shopping. The, so there's a lot of fun things coming. The Megaplex theaters, you know, it's it's really a joy to be here today. We love doing the movie show from obviously the epicenter of moviedom here in the state of Utah. The movie show. <laughs> it's a fake laugh. KSL News Radio. Okay, before we uh, go to the movie show top 10, let's talk about. Now, there were two movies that uh, we haven't had a chance to catch, but they are opening. So, what are they? Uh, Eight Mountains is a Broadway film. Uh, two brothers uh, working on a home, you know, somewhere in like, I think it's in Italy. Uh, it's just like a little family drama. Okay. Um, and then the other one is called The, um, the Machine with uh, Bert uh, Kreischer, I think his name is. I've seen his stand-up. He never wears a shirt, which is weird. Uh, and this something happened to him with a bunch of Russians. He went over there, and he got involved in some story, and they made a movie about that. So 
It's called okay. the machine. Okay. Have you seen it? Okay. Oh, let me turn that on there. There, there we go. I think we got. You. Yeah, I, I saw that. Mark Hamill plays his father. Oh. Um, it's it's basically set on his his comedy routine, but then twenty five years later, he's now a big famous comedian. Uh, uh, oh. Has a podcast series, which is all true yeah. in, in yeah. his real life. And then the uh, you know it, it's basically uh, the, the shtick is that when he tells the story, is he gets on a train. He he's in college. He enrolls in a class that he thinks is a Spanish class. It's actually Russian. Oh well. So he tells the professor, "I have to drop this class," and they tell him, "If you drop the class, the class gets canceled. So if you'll stay, we'll pass you with a C." So he goes through four years of Russian, doesn't learn anything. <laughs> At the end of it, they take a class trip to Russia, and while he's in Russia, gets involved with the Russian mob. With all these shenanigans, and twenty-five years later, that story comes back wow. to haunt him. And uh, so, is it any good? If you like the absurd R-rated comedies, okay, it's it's a fun ride. So you've got it on your screens. Yes. Okay. All right. At the Megaplex Theaters. Now let's talk about the uh, Starling Girls. The Starling Girl. It's a, Girl. a young woman who, in a super religious family in Kentucky. Uh, I mean, they have, like, a dance troupe, and they dance to hymns and stuff. I mean, they are massively, you know. Right. uh, But she kind of falls in love with a bad boy. He's married, which kind of of threw me off. I thought, man, she's really gone off the rails here. But, you know, he's a really cool dude. He was in the Guatemala or somewhere in South America, and he came back. And he's the pastor's son, and he's so cool. Yeah. And she falls for him, but, you know, and, of course, it's (laughs) one of those where he, like, takes advantage of a situation and, you know, she's madly in love. I mean, doesn't really know what the heck she's doing. But yeah. the young woman who plays her is so good. Uh, I know she's done a couple other things, but I really enjoyed watching her go through this whole situation. And it's awkward and it's uncomfortable, but um, it, it's one of those movies that you just like, wow. Okay. And there's always a guy that, like a the pastor is a... Well, you need to go to the rehab camp. It's not my son's fault. It's your fault. Of course. Yeah. Like, oh, you jerk. Okay, so, so what's the grade? Uh, I, I gave this a B. Shoot, hold on. A B. A B. I gave it a B. They're a, a solid B. Yeah. Okay. And it's, uh, right. it's rated R, and it's playing at the district. The Starling Girl. The Starling Girl. Okay. All right. It is time, ladies and gentlemen, for the movie show Top Ten. Here we go. One, nine. The KSL Movie Show. Top ten. Andy, were you at all worried about having to uh, do the movie show top ten and the full-throated big-time announcer? I really was, honestly. I'm so glad you guys have a sounder now. (laughs) Well, you better start training, because I, I don't... I, I'm sure that, you know, in, in the meeting you're having today with Kevin, that's one thing that they want to bring back. Oh, I have to audition the, Is, the voice? The, yeah. Do you, want to, do you want to give it a try? I don't, but we'll okay. try Okay. That was weak. That was yeah, weak. That. I can do better. Okay. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's, uh, <laughs> let's stay with the goat for now. <laughs> okay. Now, I want everybody to chime in here on the movie show Top Ten, sponsored by Call Climate Services. And number ten Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. I went to that movie not knowing what to expect. I wasn't familiar with it. I mean, I'm familiar with it, but I'm you know, not a big fan. I was really pleased by this movie. I liked it a lot. Just very quickly. Agreed. Like it? Yep. 
Like it? Yes, great. Like I had it? A, I had a blast. Jeff? Much better than I expected. Yeah, exactly. All right. Number nine, could there be anything more, f- uh, you know, basically formulaic than love again, Steve? No. That's no? Is pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. Jeff? Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I couldn't hear what movie is it. Love, love again. again. Oh, I didn't see love that. Love <laughs> again. No, you, you, you made sure I never wanted to see it. <laughs> okay. Love again. That is the number nine movie. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons, we didn't mention. It, it's made some pretty good money. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah. it, it's going to go to streaming here pretty soon, though. Number eight is Hypnotic. Je- Jeff? I never saw it. Steve? Uh, I, I tried to hang on to that movie for dear life. Larry? I didn't see it either. It was better than the J-Lo movie, but not great. You're the only person that saw this movie? I did. No, I saw wow. it. Wow. Kudos to you. I saw it. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, you just weren't going to admit to it? No, I just I couldn't figure it out what the heck was going on. This is the little movie that I absolutely loved. It needs to be making more money. More people need to go see this. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Am I right or am I right collectively? Fantastic. Kathy Bates needs to be nominated. Yep. For so does the young she girl. She steals that movie. Yep. Abby Ryder hilarious. The young girl should get an Oscar nom yep. for that. John Wick. One of my favorite films of the year, by the way. Yeah, me too. John Wick, Chapter 4. If they could have just gotten a little more violence in that, I think we would have been okay. In uh, Margaret or uh, John <laughs> no, Wick? No, John Wick. Oh, I will never climb stairs the same way again. Oh, man, no kidding. Okay. Take forever. John Wick, it's <laughs> it's over $100 million domestically, number six. And let's see, we're going to have to... Uh, Evil Dead. Has anybody seen Evil Dead Rise? Yep. You did. Okay, did. you're the only one among us, right? Yeah, okay. So what did you think? It's... What you would expect out of a R-rated horror film. It's a lot of gore, a lot of blood all over the but place. But no Bruce Campbell. But no, but no. there are nods to the original film, Okay, and I think they're setting up more for later. Am I the only guy here that really did not like Book Club, the next chapter? Yeah. I didn't care for it. It wasn't made for us. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. They didn't screen it, and I didn't make the effort. Okay. Uh, I heard you guys going on and on and on, so we're not going to turn you loose on this. The Super Mario Brothers movie, I just sat there and went, is this ever going to end? But you guys liked it. <laughs> uh, it was better on the second viewing, okay. I thought. All right. Yeah, and it's definitely better watching it with my kids. Jeff? Gotta love it. Okay. My kids are grown. No thanks. And now with a contrasting <laughs> point of view, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. You know, other than the, I could not take D to this because of the little animals in peril. She just mm. cannot handle that. But I like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Charming. Okay. I thought it was a home run. Yep. Great ending to the trilogy. I agree. All right. All right. And then Fast X X Ten Ten Fast. 10. You plebeians. Well, when they named Fate of the Furious and spelled out fate and didn't put an F and an 8, then they you know, they lost me on that. Yeah. Or they could have called it Fast 10, your seatbelt. <laughs> that's what I thought. Yeah, that's what Jeff, uh, what uh, Scott, Scott Renshaw, Renshaw said. Fast yeah, 10, you your seatbelt. See, you know, that just screams, that's the, that should have been the title right there. The Movie Show Top 10, sponsored by Call Climate Services. We have just enough time. To thank our friends here at the Megaplex Theaters, it was great of Blake to stop by, especially with all his new responsibilities. And Larry, thank you for joining us. And being seen in public with the movie show is a daring move. Well, thank you for letting me be part of your world. Ooh, wow! Ooh, and keep your mic drop. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. You got to sing that. Though. Who said that? Who said it? You just did. No, Casey Kasem. Oh, okay. Oh my goodness, Jeff. 
We love hanging out with you guys. You know that. Thanks for coming to play. And, boy, have you guys fed us well. Oh, my goodness. We've got a plethora of food right over here. Jeff the Wacko's been here. Our friend. I mean, good The, the gang's all here. Les. Yeah. Les. We, we, and, you know, some other great movie show listeners have uh, come on by and said hi. So the big movie this week, am I right or am I right? Little Mermaid. Come see Little it. Little Mermaid. What's is the, the number is going to be? 120 million. Yeah, that's the range. Yeah, uh, maybe as much as the 130s. Okay. Ooh, so, hey, we're at the end of the program. Thanks so much for being part of today's movie show. And tonight, when you go home, please make sure that you hug the people you love. <laughs>